connection, checking connection, connection check. Bam, titties. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm abroad and I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad, and I'm broad, and I'm broader than Broadway. And guess what I'm doing? I diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess would hi guys and gals and thems and theys and those and all the ones i love hello lovers how are you my name is jess wood if we've not met formally my name's jessica jessica wood hi everyone hello and welcome to get wood i've missed you it's true i was not here last week and i'm here now presently present for you for me, for us, for the love of the collective. Hi, everyone. Hey, you ready to chat about some real, real shut this week? Let's chat about it. First of all, I have to just get this out of the way. Very hard for me to do all this work from home. I realize I have to leave the house. I have to leave the apartment. I have to leave the room to go and do real work like writing and get work done. Because why? Well, as my friend Roger Hales used to say, I have a very relaxed and lax uh, masturbation policy here at the house. Very lax masturbation policy for my workers. So it tends to get in the way, and that's why I need to remove myself from the location that you see me in right now. Now for this, I need to be in my room. This is my most comfortable and open space and all the jabbies that I love to jab about, I can jab in here. But if I need to go and write, and obviously I'm not gonna be whacking it in front of you guys unless that's a, well that's an, a separate fee. That's a separate fee. I'm not, I'm not going to, but let me just brag for a second and I don't know if this is a brag, but I do get hit up uh, at least weekly by a couple of people who want me to do an OnlyFans. And I gotta say, no, I gotta say no, I'm sorry. You know what you, you can do? I want to thank everyone who sent me money, who sent me donations, who sent me their lovely, uh, thank you very much for your lovely monies. I also would like to say to the people who'd like to be, um, what do they refer, my slaves, They I get, I get asked to be a mistress on the week. I it's weekly that I'm 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 mistress, please, mistress for anything for you, mistress. And I'm like, guess what, guys? Uh, I've tried this before, and maybe it'll be better if we're just online because I don't have to see you. But most of this stuff is real makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not your I'm not gonna beat you. I'm not going to berate you, but you know what I will do? I will kind of braid you because, you know, is that the right word? Not braid. I'm not going to braid your hair, but berate. I'm going to yell at you online because you know why? Not because I'm into it and I want to be a dominatrix, but because you're annoying the shit out of me with your fucking, oh, mistress, oh, mistress. Stop it. Shut the fuck up and send me money. And so that's what I've finally just been saying. I answer people with a very short and curt, if you will, shut the fuck up, send me money. And I think it's really working. I think it's working because people are like, okay, mistress. And I'm just like, ew. Because if you know, you know that I tried to be a dominatrix one time. Yeah, 
one time, one time only because one time, one night only, one night only. Because why? Because everyone looked like my dad. Ew, my maybe daddy. Ugh. And they were creeperamas and they were like, oh, mistress, oh, you know, and just, I don't, I like a confident man. <laughs> Not a man who's requesting me to step on his back with my stilettos. I'm sorry. I have, I know, I have a couple of things that I need from a guy. But anyway, thanks everybody who sent me money. Thanks everybody who asked me to be their mistress. Uh, If you were one of the people that asked me to be their mistress this week, please just send money. Cash app or Venmo. I've got it all. PayPal, if you still use that, I don't know. What are you, grandfather? Hey, uh, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get to talk about the um, things that I did. And people ask me, you know, Jess, I see you do a podcast. Doesn't everyone? I know. And listen, I know you've been doing it for a long time, Jess, and you can feel like you've really been on top of the thing. And I have been doing it for a long time. You know how I know? Because when I started, people didn't even know what a podcast was. I didn't know what a podcast was. And I was with these fellas uh, deep in Brooklyn. Uh, deep in the Crown Heights area of Brooklyn. And that's when Crown Heights was actually Crown Heights, when there was like Jamaican folks and West Indian folks. And, you know, the West Indian Parade was actually the West Indian Parade and not the West Side uh, Sorority Clubs Parade. Anyway, (laughs) I'm such a jerk. I'm an ass. Sometimes I'm an ass to the whites. It was the way I was raised, you guys. So anyway, um, podcasting. Hi, What's yours about, they ask. And then when I say, well, uh, it's about the week. Uh, Sometimes there's some news stories, but most of the time it's just news about my story. And people seem to enjoy it. Characters, funny anecdotes, maybe a couple of lessons. Maybe you feel a thing or two. I don't fucking know. But I have a lot of notes written down here, so let's get it started, shall we? Uh, When you... Yes, when Utica Avenue was not a bike path, exactly. When there were no joggers in um, uh, on Franklin Avenue, uh, when should we go on? When in Bedsty, it was called Do or Die Bedsty. Now there's a place called Breadsty where you can get fresh bread and coffee. Anyway, you know gentrification's a fucking bitch, and I'm dealing with it right now because I'm also looking for a place to live, and. Uh, I don't want to be an asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> Show up in some neighborhood like, hi, is it cheap over here? Hi. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of which, let's talk. Can we talk? I want to tell you about two very fun fucking things that I did this week. And one of them came on the day of, of us, the day of us, the special and precious day that we sit and and uh, you watch me go wild on this microphone. Anyhow, but I want to start out with a different one because this one came before the day of us and it was so fucking thrilling. Have you ever had to talk to somebody, family member, or maybe someone you work with that it's such a hard conversation? Like, you know, it's going to be a really fucking hard conversation to have, but you know, you have to have it. And what do you do? Where do you go? What do you fucking do? So here's what I did, and I really have to recommend this, okay? Now, I heard it on a podcast, and it's not an original idea, like nothing is original anymore, but here's what I heard, and I applied it, and it fucking worked. Okay, you ready? Well, first of all, let's just say I have to stop masturbating so much. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> has nothing to do with taking yourself out for a hard conversation. I say if you have to speak to somebody's uh, that's a tough conversation on the phone, what do you do? Where do you go? I don't have an office. I don't have somewhere where I can go. I don't have a therapist that I can call right afterwards and be like, ugh. So I thought, all right, tough conversation. I'm going to go to a tough neighborhood. Because what do you do in a tough neighborhood? You keep your edge up, right? You keep your edge up. You got a fucking edgy feel about you. Your essence, your your energy is a little tougher. There's some shit going on. You got some fucking, you know, you got a tougher walk. So I knew that I had to make a call to the maybe daddy. Uh, yeah, because these motherfuckers, I mean, I want to curse them out, but I can't because they sent me money. And I was like, money, a card, birthday, hold the fucking phone. These motherfuckers haven't, they just haven't dealt with me in years. And not money, hey now, say now, I need money. Like, okay, so thank you. I, and I'm a grown person now. I'm a grown up lady. And I said to myself, hey, this is going to be a hard conversation to have. Where should I go to have it? Because I don't call this fool because he doesn't call me. And you know, that's fucked up. Because if you grow up with a parent who's completely out of, they don't pay attention. They don't call you. They don't send you a birthday card. They don't text. Even text came into town. There's no texting even on my birthday. What the fuck, yo? So there's a very distant situation going on with this parental or family member, or maybe you have a sibling that you haven't talked to. Okay. It's a tough conversation, but I'm a big lady. I'm a bigger lady. I'm an older lady and I'm an evolving lady and I'm practicing doing shit that's scary. So this is a scary thing that I had to do and I knew I had to do it. So I took myself to a very tough neighborhood and you know what I'm talking about. My beautiful bing bong fuck your life fucking Mermaid Avenue is what I'm talking about. Now Mermaid Avenue is a lovely avenue. It's a it's It's got bodegas as far as the eye can see. It's got churches everywhere you look. There's churches and there's bodegas, but that's how you know it's a bad neighborhood because there are no banks and there are not many grocery stores that the eye can see. So I go down Mermaid Avenue because I know when I'm on Mermaid Avenue, I got to walk a little tougher. I got to look a little tougher. I got my swivel on, my neck swiveling around and watching everything and watching everybody. But I also am very respectful of the, of the Mermaid Avenue because the respect to the neighborhood, to the neighbors. And so it's right after New Year's. So I'm saying, hey, good morning, happy New Year. Hey, good afternoon, happy New Year. But I'm also on this very fucking hard phone call with this fool. So he says to me at some point, well, I call and he's like, hello. And he's like, wants to lay all this bullshit on me about feeling like a victim and his wife doesn't help him with anything or give him any money. And I'm like, well, you don't. And, and he's all, she says, I don't contribute. Well, you don't. Sorry. It's the truth. I, you know, and then when you are, when you're really listening and you're really present for people and you hear all these things and then you realize who you've been attracted to your whole life. Hi, I'm talking about me or you. You could apply this to yourself if it works. Like, 
if you're listening to the dude and you realize this dude sounds like a lot of the dudes that you might have fallen in, fallen in love with, I'm going to quote air quotes around that, when you might think you're in love with these guys because guess why? They remind you of this fool who you were raised with. Like I got dropped off with him a very many times. That's why I thought he was my dad. But then when I went in to ask for the DNA, when I asked him to take the DNA test, he was like, do you know how many men your mother was fucking when we were together? And I was like, ah, and then, you know, I, I'm continuing my search, but I try to have a civil, civil relationship with this fool. So I'm walking in the tough neighborhood to have the tough conversation. And at one point he says to me, well, you know, I really wish that we just didn't talk only a couple times a year. And I took that opportunity to tough my toughest tough and fucking yell my roughest rough. And I said to him, motherfucker. And I was, you know, passing a group of uh, fellows on the Mermaid Avenue. I said to him, motherfucker, the phone works both ways. And then I turned to these gentlemen and I said, happy new year, gentlemen. And they said, oh, happy new year. So, and then he's like, oh, and I said, yeah, don't pay attention that I'm saying Happy New Year to these people in the neighborhood. That's not for you. For you is the seriousness of you telling me that you wish that we would be talking more, but you don't ever call. And I took that opportunity to say to this fool, you've never called. You don't send cards. You don't even text. I said, I don't know what I'm supposed to do or feel like if I don't make the move, you don't make the move. And then I recall a lot of like friendships that I've had where I'm like, God damn, this feels one-sided. And all of a sudden you feel like it's a one-sided thing. Yeah, because maybe one of your parentals was all like, oh, you haven't called. Motherfucker, you've never called, ever. I'm always the one that calls. And I said to him, I go, I've come to see you guys. I call y'all. I said, look, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do, but I'm going to put the ball over in your court now, okay? And he's like, uh, okay. Like, he sounds like one of the dudes that I used to fuck, and it's really disappointing. So, but here's what's not disappointing, my friends and lovers and lovers and friends. I did it. I did it. As my friend Matt would say, don't not tell your parents how you feel about them, even if they're not your real parents. These, I was dropped off with him a bunch. So to me, he's parental-ish. So, but do not keep these things from your parentals because when they die, and this is a quote from my friend Matt, you do not want to go and scream at a tombstone every year about shit. A tombstone, a headstone, you know, the grave. You don't want to go and yell at a grave every year. You fucked me up, bah! No, I had my opportunity on Mermaid Avenue because it made me feel tough and protected. And I was, and I felt fantastic. And I got that out and I really recommend it highly to everybody. I recommend it. Get that shit out of you. Feel lighter and get my skin feels better. Do you know what I mean? I said, this is a glow. There's a glow. I don't know if you're watching the video right now, but there is a glow that wasn't there a couple weeks ago. Anyway, well, you could say I always glow. So thank you so much. Um, okay, so why wasn't I here last week? Oh my God, so many people reached out and thank you so much for reaching out and checking in on me and making sure that I was okay. And I was, not only was I okay, I was 
absolutely fantastic like a queen in a palace fantastic now this is if the queen had to be at the palace at 7:45 in the morning which you know me and i don't really i mean i'm a comedian type person so i'm up in the nighttime wearing just wired up in the night but this was an early morning call so i had to be at the very very fancy and i was very excited to be in a fancy fancy place um oh schmancy is that what my friend says um the St. Regis Hotel, yes, in New York City, Manhattan, yes. And uh, I, the only thing uh, before I got there that I was quite nervous about was the, it was a freelance job. I had no idea what it was about, no idea whatsoever. Have you ever had a friend say to you, hey, I've got a friend looking for uh, some people. Are you available for them? They've got this job, it's like a, events job and I like events I I'm eventful let's go to the event so uh, they said it was a very high hourly I was like yes and they said okay so wear your best corporate outfit and I and that was my mind I blew the back of my brain I did, had no idea what what does that even mean I had to google corporate outfit that's how much of a fucking hippie punk rocker weirdo your friend is here. I have no idea. I've never worked in a corporate environment. The most I ever had to dress up for was a goddamn waitressing uh, or hot dog. When I worked at Criff Dogs, I had to wear a Criff Dog t-shirt. When I worked at Fat Dog, I had to wear a Fat Dog t-shirt. Why do I only work at places that have dog in the name? <laughs> when I worked at the chip shop, I had to wear a chip shop but the chip shop was the fish and chips joint owned by the Englishman. And I got the shirt that said, um, lean, uh, what did it say? Lay back and think of England. And that, and it said it on my shirt, lay back and think of England. And in the back, it said the chip shop on Atlantic Avenue. And what I didn't know until I was wearing it a lot, my work shirt, was that that was actually like, allow yourself to be raped. Then think of England, like saving England, something about lay back and think of England, like take that dick and let it and think of your fucking homeland because you're saving, you're helping your homeland. Good grief. I didn't know I was wearing, I didn't even, anyway, t-shirts. That's what I'm saying. I've only ever had to wear t-shirts for jobs. So corporate, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Do I have to wear pantyhose? Do I have to go and get legs, like an egg of legs? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know if they even sell that anymore. I just remember it from when I was a little kid. Okay. I asked my friends and they were like, Jess, it's like a blazer and pant. So I went and bought a couple things and then they weren't right. And then I asked my friend, my beautiful roommate, and she had things for me. Okay, let me tell you something. I clean up okay. I didn't know. What do I know? I've never looked at myself in a suit before. I mean, maybe in a job, like an acting job, I've had like, you know, clothing that covers the tattoos. But this was a blazer, trousers, a white, crisp white blouse, and uh, and some shoes that were I would never wear. I, anyway, I looked all right. I'm going to say it. I looked all right. And you know what my favorite part of it was? Here was my goddamn job. Thank you, Rob. Here was my job. You ready? I sat in a room with Okay, the room, I was. I sat in a big comfy chair like a goddamn queen. The room had in it a television, uh, snacks, coffee, tea, water. And you know what I had to do the whole day? Oh, um, Johnny, Johnny, the snacks look a little low. Johnny, 
the granola bars is getting a little low. Uh, Johnny, would you <laughs> would you mind filling the bring another carafe of coffee? It seems to be getting a little cool. Um, I sat and spoke and talked to guys that worked there and talked to people who worked there. It was and I still didn't know what the fuck it was. And it was a it was a conference. So it was a German conference on heat. I still didn't know what the fuck it meant. Do you? Do you even know what the fuck that means? I didn't know. So I'm in this fancy hotel room and I'm in this fancy place and these guys who work at the hotel are working like for me that day and I'm in this suit and I'm feeling very fancy and then comes the time where they, they gather all the gals about and all of us working there for the event and they said to us all, hey, um, we're, they're going to have the presentation now in the conference room who would like to be uh, the person who passes the microphone around when people have questions after the presentation? And I was like, you mean like Sally Jeff Jesse Raphael? Like, do you mean like Phil Donahue, Sally Jesse, Ricky Lake? I just, the list goes on and on. I mean, I was so excited. I'm like, you mean to, pa to go in the audience and to pass around? Hi, hang on. Sir, you have my, uh, ma'am, you have a, I mean, excuse me, that's my goddamn dream. Are you kidding? That I'm going to have a show, you guys are going to be in the audience, and we're going to have a, I'm going to have a, uh, a a very, you know, astute guest talking about the, um, well, what I'd like, I, you know, my first guest is here, and, and they're going to talk about the, the wonders of using sperm on your face to help your skin it is real uh it, it's 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 alive they're alive and they're and we have the scientist here to talk about spermazoid on skin and who's got a question oh, okay miss you know and i'll be running out into the audience and talking to you guys because they don't even do that anymore do you see that they don't even do that that's such a huge mistake that they took that away from the shows i don't care sherry shepherd talks the whole time and then her guest comes on and talks the whole time if i'm not hearing from the audience i want to hear from the audience the audience shakes it up a little bit the audience puts in some questions that maybe the guest nor the host thought of or the writers thought of and that my friends makes for a great fucking time so did i have a great fucking time i mean i guess i still didn't really understand what was going on and i listened to the whole presentation <laughs> on heat well it was a german man speaking of the heat and the energies no we are not going to use nuclear energies but i can't say the same for the neighboring countries okay everyone laughed really hard at that one and i think he meant like he can't really he thinks that the people with the nukes are probably going to use nuclear energy to do their heat i don't know anyway uh i was very thrilled to pass the microphone about and um uh jean from haiti uh, who I worked with upstairs. He was wonderful. There was Jean from Haiti, and he uh, lived in a place called, in Brooklyn, called Seagate. And I'm like, oh my God, you're my neighbor. I, I said, Jean, 
if I see you walking on the boardwalk, you better say hi back. If I say hi to you, and he goes, of course, I see you on the boardwalk, I say hello. I, I love that there's like a Haitian accent has a little bit of a, a, a woody the wabbit. And, um, and then there was Johnny. And Johnny, you know, he was born and raised in Brooklyn. And Johnny, he used to, he talked a couple of times about his belly. And he was very funny. And he was like, Jessica, how you doing? You good? Everybody's good. Everybody's got everything. Jean, you're a great guy. Jean does stuff. I, I wouldn't, this is a, this is a, we love each other. We're like a family here. And I was like, I love you guys. And I was there from 7.45 in the morning until 5.45 in the, uh, yeah. And never did I go outside, not step one foot outside. And let me tell you something about sitting inside all day and not really doing a lot of activity besides passing the microphone. Um, you get really tired and there's no air. So I said to the woman who I was working for, I said, uh, wow, I don't even like know what time it is or what the, the, the what looks like outside. Because when I got there, it was dark still in the morning. It was just the sunrise was coming up as I got to the job. And then when I left, the sun had set. <laughs> so I said to her, I can't even tell what day it is or time it is or temperature. And she goes, it's like a fucking casino, isn't it? And I was like, ooh, a casino. Ching, ching. You got it, girl. Triple sevens for you. That was a fucking win right there. Anyway, it was a win. And with the Germans, they were very sweet to me. But my Aunt Vicky, who's an old school Jew, she asked me when I told her, yeah, it was a German heat conference. She's like, what? 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 Germans? She goes, I know this is horrible and I shouldn't say this and it's a horrible thing to say, but I can't help but think like, did you think it Nazis? Did you think Nazis when you looked at them? Did you think Nazis? And I go, no. Oh my God. No, I would not. I don't know. No, 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 no. That's no, no. I don't think Nazis when I look at them. You know what I think of? I think of the Greg Giraldo joke that he used to do. And she goes, I don't know the joke. I said, oh, remember? Remember when Bush... Uh, the younger Bush went and, um, you know, just free balled fucking massaging Angela Merkel's uh, Merkel's uh, shoulders, the German chancellor. And uh, so he made a joke about it. He said, yeah, wasn't that disgusting? He went and he massaged her shoulders. What an asshole. What a what a frat fucking misogynist what a fucking i can't even believe he did that he said she's german you gotta shit on her a little bit <laughs> that's what they like <laughs> so i was thinking about pooping the whole time so i don't know what's worse really <laughs> what would they i guess they wouldn't mind being thought of as like scheiser film the scheiser scheiser films yeah we had a a um a party one time when I was working for the weed delivery guys, the pot, you know, I used to deliver um, weed on my roller skates in the 90s in New York City. And we had, it was a very legit seeming uh, company. And we had a Christmas party once and we watched a German um, porno. Mm, a lot of pee. Anyway, a lot of pooping and peeing and, oh, it was disgusting. Anyway, you know what was not disgusting this week? And I know I only have a few more minutes left for you lovers, but let me just tell you, I was so excited to be able to go to this. And I recommend if you're in a city that it comes to, please, please go and let me know what you think. Uh, I got to see, I hope you know who he is. If you don't, please Google him. David LaChapelle. Now, a lot of people are like, Dave Chappelle does art. No, David LaChapelle is a photographer, an artist, collage, 
um, mini mini model maker. Like he is one of the most talented of our decades. Like he is one of the most talented artists of our of our lifetime. I mean, I believe he was friends with uh, Warhol at the end of Warhol's life. He's a uh, pop culture and. Um, a lot of religious stuff and deities and Greek and gods and oh my goodness. But using these beautiful, I mean, every type of body was used, every color, every shape, every age, um, just a, amazing, amazing, amazing work. And even more amazing than going to see art, which is, I, oh, if you please go see more art. And I know there's a couple of artists in the chat today I love your art. I'm going to tell you, I am so happy you're doing art. Thank you for more beautifying the world for us. Because this is so important to go see art and, and music and stuff, right? To get our little brains going. And so uh, go see more art. And if you can, if the La Chapelle show comes to your city or town, go and see it because it is so fucking moving. I could smell the flowers. I could hear the people. I could, it, it was just, you, you can't even understand. But what was even more fun and exciting than the artwork in front of me were the people who were also there looking at the art. Oh God, what a fucking bunch of characters. I love New York so much because everyone here for the most part very much enjoy who they are, they think they know, you know, as my friend Joey Gay would say, they think who the fuck they are. And you know what? They know who the fuck they are and they say good for me and look at me, I'm fucking killing it right now. So there was this older Jewish lady with an even older Jewish man and they were in the, they were in the gallery with us in the exhibit and she was touching the art, which you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to touch the fucking frames. And she's like, you see this? This is a very, he's, it's the Greeks. It was Icarus who flew too close to the sun. And she's like screaming this to the guy. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right. And then at one point we saw them at a certain point in the show. And there are a lot of nude men um, uh, La Chapelle himself, a gay man who'd lost a lot of lovers and friends to AIDS and had depicted a lot of them as saints and martyrs and all these different uh, historic figures. And so the guy says to the lady, uh, is, is the artist gay? Is a lot of men? Is a lot of men here? Is, is, was the artist gay? And she goes, yeah, sure, he was gay, sure, yeah. Like she just agrees with him, even though there's a thing. I mean, there's all this stuff written about it and about him and his boyfriend and his AIDS and all this. And I was, ah, she was a delight. What a delight. And then there was the ones that weren't the delight to me. The vocal fry, please stop. If you hear someone, if you see something or you hear something, stop it. This girl was like, I felt like something might be the matter with her because every picture she talked about was. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, the tone was so deep that it like, it gave me like a, like a weird 
vibration in my spine. Like I was like, no. And she was just like, she had so many things to comment on about the artwork. And I was like, I got to get away from her. I got to get away. I didn't mind the loud mouthed Jewish old lady who was screaming about things and touching the art. This fucking girl with the, uh, uh, what is it? Is it, is it, are you tired? Are you so, so tired that you can't use your voice in your vocal cords? Are you so over it? Like over it. I'm just over it. Like, are you over it? Does anyone know? Can you please write to me if you know what in the fucking fucktard shit is this vocal fry? And it's usually the girls who love true crime, suck a dick ladies, go and watch a fucking murder mystery that's a fake so that you can still get your heart rate up, but you don't have to fucking glorify some family's fucking tragedy. Stop it. And people ask me, what's your show about, Jessica? Why should we watch your show? I don't know, because it's fun. And it's, you know, I hope to like talk about shit that you may relate to that may be enlightening a little bit or maybe you practice some some of the stuff that I tell you I'm practicing. You know, not that I'm some sort of guru or some shit, but hey, if I'm vulnerable and I tell you, look, I have a lot of anxiety. I have to do these morning writings every morning. They're called the morning pages. Why don't you go out and try the artist way? And then a couple of you go, hey, I tried the artist way. I'm doing the morning pages. I feel a lot better. Boom, there's my shit. That's what I've done. I've fucking made shit happen. It's not, you know, if another motherfucker tells me, you're so interesting, you really are, you're very funny, I really engaging, I I could really watch you and listen to you all day, but you know, your followers, they're just not, I just don't have enough followers. Suck my dick, suck my followers' dick. You know what I'm talking about? You can have more followers and be uninteresting as fuck. But, but, hey, baby, hey. I'm glad you came in when I'm ranting. Listen, I will yell at an audience. I don't give a fuck. Do you know in Albuquerque, that's my friend from Albuquerque. If you know me from Albuquerque, you know I will scream at a fucking audience if they are not being good, you know, and I feel like they need to calm down or loosen up or whatever the fuck they need to fucking do. I don't mind saying something like that because guess what? I'm taking a chance. I'm taking a chance and I'm also, I'm being real and I'm not going to hold it in. You know what happens when you hold in shit? You get the cancers. That's right, motherfuckers. You know what I don't want? The cancers. I'm a Jew. I can't, I can't have a cancer. You know what I mean? Like we, we don't know. I'm not even supposed to say it that loud. I'm like looking around like my fucking ancestors are going to pop up. Like, what are you doing with the screaming of the cancers? So I really, uh, just want to say, because it is the end here, I'm, I'm, I'm going over a few minutes. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for everybody who's sending money sending notes to me, sending ideas for me on what to do. Um, If you were one of the people who sent me uh, the idea that I should have guests on, I don't know if you ever watched What's Good with Jess Wood, but I did have a show where I did that. And then people just started being too flaky. So I stopped doing that, but I may bring it back. Who knows what 2023 has in store for us. I thank you so much for being here. I thank you for supporting me. I thank you for giving me your love and your presence. And I mean that in a C-E kind of way, not a T-S kind of way. You heard material. I love you so much. Uh, We'll see you next Tuesday. I am so excited 
to tell you that I am. Oh, real quick. I have a few shows this week. If you're in town, if you're in the city, if you're in New York, uh, tonight at the Metropolitan Bar in Williamsburg, uh, Thursday night at a place called Ha Weeds. What the fuck is it called? Yeah. Ha Weeda. Ha Weeda in South Slope, South Park Slope. And then on Saturday, I have uh, a show on McDougal Street Comedy Club. So please, come out. Support live comedy. Uh, here, you can share with your friends on this thing. Share with your friends. Get wood. Uh, tag me. Share. Subscribe. Tell your pals. It's all how it's done. Let's just all support each other. It doesn't cost anything. and It's not going to cost you anything personally. Do you understand? When we share each other's shit... It's just better for everybody. There's enough to go around, okay? So don't fucking worry about it, all right? All right, I love you. Thank you for hanging around. Oh, my love, my gem of loves. Hey, if you just are on here, if you're in Albuquerque, which a few of you are in Albuquerque, go follow each other. Uh, Independent Woman Nation, she does amazing gem teeth gems she's amazing she'll do house calls she does whitening um follow may win she's an amazing artist she does beautiful street art and uh and graphic arts follow steph darnell he's an amazing comedian local in albuquerque comics uh and anybody fucking else you see on that chat follow them because i have good people that's why people are so good. Um, okay, yes, and I did. I know I'm going over, but I did go to the NEMS. Fuck your life, bing bong. He uh, had an opening of his store. He now has a merchandise, brick and mortar merch store, which is really exciting for all of Coney Island. We're all very excited, and I'm so excited for him. And I got to go to the opening. I mean, anybody could have gone, but it wasn't fucking red velvet ropes or nothing. But it was so great because it was so great to support the local uh, folks. And also, I love the guys. I fucking love these guys. The Fuck Your Life, you know, FYL brand. They're fantastic. And it they're a little crew, you know. And if you have a crew and you have a community and you guys aren't bigging each other up, that ain't your fucking crew. That ain't your community. You know what I'm saying? So these boys, I see them. I see how big they keep getting themselves bigger and bigger and better because they keep pushing and they keep bigging each other up. And it's a fucking beautiful thing to watch. And they had a DJ there. It was so good good oh my god it was good we oh i miss you too baby i miss you too my god oh my god i miss you i know hyenas i'm gonna come back and fucking i'm gonna come back soon and i'm gonna play all over and i'm gonna love you i love on you guys just like i'm supposed to um but for now Mermaid Avenue, if you're in the city, if you're in Brooklyn, come down to Mermaid Avenue. The shop is open seven days a week and they're killing it. And I was so excited to see them. And he doesn't, Nems, uh, Gorilla Nems, you know, the big guy in charge, he doesn't smoke or drink. So I made my beautiful uh, chocolate chip cookies and I baked them and I put them in a big old black box and I brought them over and I said hey baby I know you don't drink or smoke but congratulations here's some cookies and you should have seen his little eyes light up thank you and then his boys were like yeah that's what's up and I'm like yeah that's what's up because I'm a fucking lover so let's love on each other get bigger love makes shit bigger all this negativity bullshit love ha <laughs> ha 
so big. Anyway, I'll, I started with my titties out and I'll end with my titties out. Not titties, but you know, enjoy it like Brody Stevens. Rest in peace, Brody. Enjoying it. Oh my God, am I enjoying it? I hope y'all enjoyed it. Mm, DM me for any kind of uh, uh, stories you want me to talk about next week. If you see anything in the news, it was just too fucking depressing this week. I don't say what. And I had so many good things to tell you. So love you. Have a great week. Don't suck a dick you don't like. Don't lick a pussy you don't like. Be good to yourselves. That'll mean you be good to each other. And then we'll all be good. And it'll be such a, what a world, huh? Just try to find the beauty in every day. Just to try to find it in the moments. We can't be happy all the fucking time. But when you find yourself happy or in a joyous or peaceful moment, <laughs> you fucking achieved it. So that is what is up. Just remembering those little moments. Boom, pop, titties and i love you very much just enjoy the fucking life we don't know when we're gonna go because you never know when you're gonna go love you